Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, make objective value judgments, or be tastemakers here. If you like something, go ahead and buy the record, go see the band, buy a t-shirt, buy a hoodie, mosh for the band. Record the band and put it on TikTok. Make it a viral moment. Do something cool for the band. Make them brownies. Bring it to a show. We're not trying to influence how you feel about the music you hear on this show. We just happen to talk about it sometimes. We're just a couple of morons in a basement. Keep that in mind. Uh, The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. That's all there is to it. Uh, up top, if you want to submit music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to become a Patreon, it's uh, patron. It's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. And if you want to call and leave us a message, it's 260-222-8341. There are some weeks in which if we record a Patreon episode first or whatever, and if I've been speaking extemporaneously for a couple hours prior to the time of recording our weekly episode, it makes my brain shut down and go full oatmeal mode. Yeah. But I have... a completely unpredictable mind i never know where it's going to go i can't recognize any sort of identifiable patterns in sure. it so tonight it seems that i have actually done a sort of mental pre-pro in which i'm sharp i'm on top of it i'm ready to fucking rush Fresh. it was like an appetizer it was like an appetizer and this is the main course right and i'm ready to dig into many uh stimulating topics okay First of all, we heard that band Matter of Fact on the last episode Mm -hmm. that we thought was like nice, fun, young kid, regular hardcore. I found out, uh, I didn't realize it, but I took a a look at the flyer for the show that my band Colossal Man is playing in Chicago a little over a week from now. From the When you're hearing this episode, it will be less than a week. We're playing the Absolute Truth record release show in Chicago at the Cobra Lounge. Uh, come see us on this run. We're doing a three-day run with Absolute Truth from Chicago. We're playing the Krishna Den uh, at, in South Bend on uh, Friday the 9th. We're playing Madison, Wisconsin on Saturday the 10th at a place called the Neighborhood House. Uh, and then we were playing the Cobra Lounge. It is a matinee show with Absolute Truth uh, on the 11th. That is a Sunday at 2 p.m. You can't go wrong with a 2 p.m. Sunday matinee show. It's us, Absolute Truth, Matter of Fact, and then one other band that escapes me at the moment. So, yeah, I'm going to see that band's first show, which is cool. I'm actually stoked that I get to be there for that. Um, additionally, um, Grimyard, it's been brought to my attention by a couple oh, people. No, he's back. No, he's not back. He's gone. He's off of Bandcamp. Grimyard's yeah. music is nowhere to be well, found. Well, he said on the he was. He anymore. said he was done. Oh, did he say he was done? Like a while ago, I, I got an email because you know I still get emails from him. Sure, yeah, the, and uh, yeah, he said he was pretty much fucking done. And he was taking his. Did he say he was taking his stuff off Bandcamp? I don't know if he said that. Let me see if I can find the email. Go okay. ahead and keep talking about Grimmy. That's that's really all I got. Just a couple people have, have brought it to my attention and asked if maybe I had a if I had a line on the da- on any downloads of the Grimyard stuff. I don't know if I have it on my computer, actually. I really don't know if I have the Grimyard stuff on my computer. I just listened to it on Bandcamp. Uh, technically, it should be part of our collection on Bandcamp, but since it no longer exists there, like typically if I have uh, a release that we feature on the show or something that of that nature, I don't keep it on my computer afterwards because it's just eating up valuable space that I need for mm-hmm. the massive files uh, that make up this show that we record. So... I don't think I have the Grimyard fire files on hand. 
maybe I could find them on Soulseek. I don't know. I would like to have that music uh, in some other format besides just a cassette, and well, I, I don't have all the cassettes, so I, I think I have three of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe we can ri- maybe we can rip those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can rip those and get them out in the ether. Uh, somebody. <laughs> When it's the, somebody messaged me about him, I think it's the guy who listens to our show, Tom, and he noted he was just like, I just want to like, I just want to remind you how hilarious a piece of demo listen lore it is that you guys all accidentally made a bunch of people buy a Nazi band yeah. tape, you know? Pure innocence. Pure innocence. Right. Did literally, truly, provably go back and listen to the episodes did not mean to do that. Right. It's simply the power of the riff compelled me to purchase the tape. And yeah. Oops. Oops. Turns out, I, yeah. Oops, it's racist. I think I was maybe the first person that ever mentioned Grimyard out loud. Almost certainly. Right. Almost certainly. With that, yeah. with the first tape, there was like 12 of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you brought it up. I brought on it like up on the, the best of the year. The I was best like, of this the year. is really fucking yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Right? And then, you know, I got, and, and then it wasn't until after like the second or third tape yeah. that something fishy was happening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So it is. I sometimes we, you know, we get, we're sometimes we're such characters that it's easy for me to just kind of like keep rolling with it and not stop to kind of smell the flowers and realize the absurdity of some of the things that we do. Yeah. And yes, it is deeply absurd that we accidentally made a bunch of people buy a Nazi pants tape. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, there you go. You can't find Grimyard online anymore. Maybe we'll attempt to rectify that. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, (laughs) I like the idea that not only are we we responsible for, you know, accidentally promoting a Nazi band, but now we are responsible for deliberately, like, archiving it and making it accessible. Yeah, I mean, several people have been like, hey, can you give me the files for that? (laughs) So, um... I uh, I'm gonna save this one actually. I I I, I, I a guy came into the record store, but it's like a fucking it's too it's too long of a fucking story for me to share here. Um, I was just gonna say this. Um, I've been in, so every once in a while, Metalcore Gray awakens from his slumber, and yeah. I get in I get on a fucking kick. Okay, and I listen to a lot of '90s stuff that I really really like and have really liked for a long time, and it gets me in a mood to just write some chuggy fucking riffs, but I don't have the time to do that. So instead I've just been consuming a massive amount of it over the last week or so. I think I have mentioned this on the show in the past because I've been metalcore gray at various different points during the recording of the show. And I will be again in the future. I just want to put some respect on turmoil's name real quick. Um, there are a lot of bands that have, have experienced a resurgence in the last decade or so, particularly of the like nineties mosh metal variety and turmoil is one that I just don't see get talked about with the same frequency that I do bands that frankly are their inferior, uh, a band like disembodied, for example, I really like disembodied compared to turmoil. Disembodied is fucking tiddlywinks. They are a boring band compared to turmoil. The process of is like one of the perfect end caps to a decade. Mm -hmm. That record is fucking ferocious. It takes 
all of the dissonance and antisocial qualities of a band like Dead Guy or Kiss It Goodbye and combines it with like the unrelenting, unafraid to be fucking heavy and intentionally tough breakdowns of shit like fucking Chokehold, uh, Race Trader. It has the political undercurrents of some of that stuff from the 90s that you enjoy. Um, it's really a band that just like to me has everything and at, in on that record in particular, encapsulates all of the good things about 90s metalcore uh it's you can find them all in one place you got the dissonant chords you got the chuggy fucking open pattern breakdowns you got sick ass fucking noodly riffs you have fierce vocals you have antisocial lyrics what's not to like it's so fucking good man turmoil is one of the best bands of the 90s in my opinion Deserves a lot more, more respect. We have a platform here. I have to imagine that there are various people in our listenership who have never sat down and given Turmoil a listen. I just was talking to Levi from Paprika the other day who uh, said he's working on doing some like 90s-inspired kind of dissonant metalcore stuff and was asking for some suggestions. I put him on to Kiss It Goodbye. I also put him on to Turmoil. And mm -hmm. he was like, oh, what the, what the fuck? How have I not listen to this before this is exactly what i'm looking for yeah i imagine that anybody in our listenership who likes stuff like kiss it goodbye dead guy like i said choke cold um you're gonna like turmoil if you haven't listened to it before go check it out yeah um and that's really all i got um i listened to um i this is this is my one other little footnote um and this is another thing i've addressed on the show before and i, I will probably do this again at some point in the coming years Every once in a while, I go back and I try to listen to the record, the post Age of Coral Chromags records. <laughs> Didn't we just talk about this fairly recently, like within the past year? Yeah, maybe a year ago. Yeah, maybe a little over a year ago. Yeah. Right. Um, but what I did something a little different this time. Usually, I listen to Age of Coral and then I listen to Best Wishes and then I listen to Alpha Omega. But instead, I did a different thing today. I didn't listen to Age of Coral first. You didn't? I came, I came off of Desperate Measures by Leeway. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, this is actually a better point of comparison because mm -hmm. what they're doing on Best Wishes and Alpha and Omega is a lot closer to Leeway than it is to what they were doing on Age of Coral. Even at that, <laughs> not that sick. Now, there are riffs out the ass on both of those records. Mm -hmm. Out the ass. So many fucking good riffs. I mean, all-time classic parts. If, if they were not in six-minute long songs with Harley going, which is yeah. literally how he fucking sings on those records. Yeah. And the songs are literally six and seven minutes long, dude. I'm sorry, but it is the material is nigh on impenetrable. It, even when not compared to Age of Coral, even when taken in comparison to its contemporaries, to a band like Leeway, comparing those records to Desperate Measures or Born to Expire, I don't think that they hold up that well. It sucks because, like I said, there are truly great 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 riffs in there i mean a zillion of them but the overall package is just like as i was listening to it at first i always am on this tip where i'm like especially because best wishes comes in with death camps which is a strong fucking opener i'm always with it 
And then I, it slowly loses me. And then by the time I get to Alpha Omega, I'm like, I'm just out of it, dude. I, and, I, and I'll perk my ears up and I'll go, oh, that's a fucking great riff. And then Harley goes hur, hur, over the top of it and I'm out again, dude. Uh, I don't know. I still, every year, I'm probably going to try this every year until I'm 85. Probably. And I it, don't know. I mean, I never, I never bother listening to any other thing that they've done. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, it's just... You've got you, you've got more determination to like it than I do. I just I want to so bad but because I, I just accept that I don't and I don't care if I don't. I want to so bad because Age of Coral is one of those records that like no hyperbole I'd be a different man if I didn't hear sure. it. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. It's one of those records Hardcore would be a different thing if it wasn't written. Yes, exactly. So it's just one of those things where I so desperately want to connect to the other material, especially knowing that it is chock full of great riffs. Yeah, um, I think the best role that those records can serve, though, is like a riff mining operation for current bands. <laughs> Just okay. go, go rip those riffs go, go off, rip those off, and, and do something better. And and I, as I was listening to it and thinking, you know, this is pretty good. This isn't bad. I still was thinking, if I saw any of these songs live, though. I wouldn't give a fuck, like yeah. comparatively. You no, know you what just I mean? want to play Age of Coral. I just want you to play Age of Coral. Man. Yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah. is there you go. My yearly, my yearly update on whether or not I like post uh, Age of Coral Chromex. The answer is still uh, only kind of, but not really. You got anything this week? Nope, not at all. Okay, not at all. All right, well, let's just jump into the queue then. Um, so first up, we have got Eagles Empire with Into the Vortex of Blood. This was sent in by Matthias, our Swedish correspondent, who said, speaking of integrity, uh, integrity uh, influence, in quotes, this is a band from Sweden doing, uh, he says, straight up 90s Clevo worship. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have got Apex Predator, Predator with their Jesus Wept promo. This is a band from Seattle. It was sent in by uh, actually the cat who made the flyer for the Colossal Man gig in Chicago next week, Mike Briz. He sent this in and said he was curious in particular to hear what you thought of it. Uh, we've had Apex Predator on the show before, um, and we, I think, talked about how unbelievably dumb it was um then yeah we, i'm trying to remember it's uh, like we, it's heavy shit and it's features members i think there's maybe members of like gag and like odd man out and stuff in this band. oh yeah yeah and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, really yeah. tough stuff and there's components of it that are cool mm -hmm. uh but like there were it was so over the top stupid that it felt like parody yeah um uh, then we have got well, we've got a band called Purple Pills. This is a self-submission. If we get around to it, I will read the email that they sent along with the submission because I'm not sure if this is a joke or not. The fact that this is on a Reverb Nation instead of a Bandcamp makes me feel like it's probably not a joke because I don't know of anybody self-aware who would make uh, a Reverb Nation account, but I don't know. There's a lot of layers to this. Next, we've got Stutter with their demo. This is a band out of Albany. This was sent in by Matt, who plays in the band Sunblock. Um, said that this is a band of super young kids playing some like hardcore punky stuff uh, out of Albany that is a breath of fresh air for him. Then we've got Phage with Evergloom. This is another self-submission uh, band from Phoenix, Arizona, who plays what is described on their page as progressive metal. Um, I'm not a big prog metal fan, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if we land on it. Then we have uh, Messianide. Wow, what a clever play on words there. <laughs> Messianide with Problematic for the People. Um, this is sent in by Clifford. He said this is his buddy's solo black metal project out of Philly. 
Then we've got Dungeon Keeper with Fortress of Evil. This is a band out of Germany. It was sent in by Hot Dog Lover 420. Now, there are a few things about Hot Dog Lover 420's uh, email that makes me think I might know who it is. A, it's some it's semi-anonymous. It's Hot Dog Lover 420. He also uses the term gay wad in there. Now, if I remember correctly, our friend Andy's online handle for a while was Hot Dog Lover 420. I am pretty sure. And Andy recently confessed something to me, which is that he does still really like music a lot and actively buys and collects it and sure. keeps up with new bands, but he simply, for the sake of the bit, can't admit that publicly. Right. He's a living skit. He is a living. He is a living skit. He is. He he does not break kayfabe. Right. right. He has to pretend that he hates all music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's his entire personality. Right. Now. So I think that this may be from Andy. This is a German band who, if it is Andy. Maybe, maybe not. Said fucking rips. Um, then we have got Ransu's Revenge with their self-titled demo. This was sent in by my buddy Shelby. Um, he described this as uh, a project by a friend of his who spent a year and a half learning Finnish so that he could make a fake Finnish D-beat band, and then actual Finnish people ended up connecting with it and really liking it. Then we have got Perp Walk with The Chain of Infection. Man, the, art, the album art on this fucking rocks. This is a band from Bristol. Uh, it was sent in by Brody, our, uh, one of our Australian correspondents. And then last up, we have The Holy Nothing with Bliss Trench. This is a band featuring a couple pals of ours who are local to Fort Wayne. Let's roll the dice and see what's up first. Six. Okay, six is Messianide with Problematic for the People. Um, the entire record is not out yet. Um, the whole thing drops on June 21st, 2023. Um, I don't know, man. What strikes me as strange about this is that Messianide doesn't seem to be a particularly notable band, right? Like, looks like a, it's just this solo lo-fi black metal project. Um, well, I think this, is this, it says first recording of a full band incarnation of Messianide. Okay, so this is the first full band release. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> that said, though, like, I get releasing sort of like the track list for an upcoming album with a couple singles off of it if you're a band that's putting something out on Hell's Headbangers or, like, fucking some big label, right? And you're, like, building hype for a record and you're sure. doing pre-orders. Sure. I don't really understand why you would do that with just, like, a solo local-level project. Seems weird, but what the fuck do I know? Let's just maybe they're big in Philly. Maybe they're big in Philly. I don't know. Um, let's go ahead and listen to the six-minute song that this individual has put up for us to listen to. We're going to listen to the song "Death Saver" by Messiah Knight off of "Problematic for the People."
Okay, we just heard the song Death Saver by Messiah Nide off of Problematic for the People. I also realized, like, shortly after this song started that the name of this record is a, is a pun. It's a play on an R.E.M. album title. Mm-hmm. Automatic, Automatic for, for the, the People. people. Yeah. There's some points against this just starting out. You have a meme name. You have a meme title for the record. Mm. And you're hitting me off the fucking off jump with six minutes and nine seconds and i hate to say it but it i felt all six minutes and nine seconds of that song listen if what you're going for is to be a punisher yeah job done sure yeah because this is this was punishing man i mean it was it was a very it was a very lethargic uh brand of black metal yeah Um, i mean you could tell that this project is very personal sure yeah right yeah. Looking at the lyrics and everything, it's yeah. it's very personal. Sure, um, but man, this this ain't what I want to fucking hear. No, not really, man. Not it's not really there, at there's all. there's no energy here. This yeah. song never locked in on anything that I thought was interesting. That's the same thing for me, man. And it never picked up the pace. Like no, there no. wasn't there wasn't any there was no there were no dynamics at all. The only thing. The only thing that I thought was even like kind of interesting uh-huh. was just some of the fucking keyboard and synth y- stuff. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, but in this setting, like the keyboard shit, it just this sounded like a black metal Doors. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, like, exactly. And that was the only thing I was like, huh? Yeah. Like this is this is I guess black metal. Yes. I guess. Sure. Right. It is what it is. I, you, anything's fucking black it's, metal. Yeah, I guess it's black metal in presentation. Make certainly. it noisy. Put some high-pitched, shrilly, screamy vocals on it. Call right. it black metal. Sure. Fair yeah, enough. Whatever. Sure. Um, yeah, this just never... Man, I don't know. It it didn't have the drone mm-hmm. that like a Dridco would have, which I don't sure. really like. Yeah. But at least with that, I'm like, okay, I kind of get this. Sure, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have... It, it certainly didn't have the, any, any fucking riffs or any, any right. teeth in that way. Sure, yeah. This was just like a crawling fucking mess yeah agreed for sure man yeah this didn't this didn't hit me on pretty much any level and i have more tolerance for this kind of stuff than you do um and i have more tolerance for kind of arty arty black metal stuff certainly than you do uh but this yeah, this did nothing for me at all i'm sure there are some people in our listenership who are just are are drooling over it so. I, you know there's a lot of people that I, I think more maybe in black metal than, you know, like hardcore and stuff. There's a lot of contrarians. Sure, yeah, of course. Because that's the nature of the fucking genre, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So I'm sure that some people, you know, sure. Yeah. Probably dug this. I don't know. I've seen bands do similar things to this. Like, uh-huh. this kind of reminds me in, in its length and the fact that it just kind of drags. Also the fact that it was kind of trying to be poignant. Mm-hmm. Um. This kind of reminds me of like uh, the basement stylings of a band, you know, like those the stylings of a band like Iskra or something. You know what sure, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. The the stadium crust that just drones fucking on right. that you'd see in a basement, and, and you're standing there pretty much just because you're trying to be polite. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is fake a phone call stuff. If I'm watching it live, yes. I'm definitely. Oh, oh, sorry, my grandpa is calling. Right. You got to walk out of the room. Hello. Yeah, I, I you know I've done many uh, many a fake phone call to get out of watching a band set in my lifetime. Mm. 
Uh, this would unfortunately be one of them. There's no way I'm sticking around for a whole set of no this. of this. No fucking way, dude. No you way, dude. better hit a fucking riff. Yeah, you better hit a riff. And you for better sure. and you better tighten it the fuck up. Uh, yeah, no doubt, dude. I better hear a blast beat and quick. Right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right. What's uh, what's next? Eight. Okay. Eight is perp walk with the chain of infection. Like I said, I like the way this looks. Um, there is a uh, title track, and it is also the song they have queued up to play. See, they know what they're doing. They know the title track should be the fucking banger. Mm -hmm. So we're going to listen to the chain of infection off the seven inch of the same name by the band Perp Walk. That was the chain of infection off of the record of the same name by Perp Walk. I identified this as a seven inch, but I'm not sure if that is true. I don't see a link to purchase a physical this on a physical media of any sort. Um, but uh, yeah, so this is a new band from Bristol. They just came out with what I have to assume is essentially a demo, functionally a demo. Um, they, it's like a two song tape that came out in February. Um, yo, if you're gonna do a two song tape. Best to follow it up a few months later with a six-song release. Head nod for that one, mm -hmm. right? You you didn't just put out two songs and then wait a fucking year. You came quick with a follow-up, a proper like six-song follow-up. Only idiots put out a, a tape with just a few songs on it and then wait a fucking year. <laughs> yeah, only complete fucking complete morons. fucking idiots. To be fair, it is not. It's not been a year for us it's, yet. It's been. It's coming up on it's coming up on it. <laughs> um, well, that was our, that's our drummer's fault for getting someone pregnant. Um, so, uh, yo, that was pretty fucking good. I thought that was really solid. It's very much hardcore du jour. 
you know, mm-hmm. of this brand. Can we can we call this gel core? I, dude, I was gonna <laughs> ask the exact same fucking question yeah. if I came in. I was like, is this gel core? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this just what we're at now? Because I knew that's I knew when that's you looked what at this it. Was yeah, sound of course, like. dude. When I you looked at it, when I looked at the artwork, absolutely, that's what this is gonna sound one hundred percent. It was fine. Yeah. I kind of like to hear. I don't know. The guitars seem kind of like down in there. Sure. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. Vocals were really up front. Yeah. But um, yeah, this was fine. It was fun. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I got no beef with this at all. It's it's a brand of hardcore that I think has uh, very quickly become ubiquitous i mean listen gel is like in terms of a di a still diy band if we're not talking about uh the the turnstiles of the world or whatever i think gel is as big as you get as a straight up dyed in the wool hardcore band right now Mm. they draw in every city they tour like fucking crazy they are still diy uh like for the most part, I think they have a booking agent now, but they play a bunch of DIY shows. They still release stuff on a small independent label. Um, you're you're just gonna have imitators, like mm-hmm. local level imitators. I've had some play at the house. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen this stuff popping up. If you're gonna imitate, this is a really good attempt at it. Sure, for sure. Sure, you know what I mean. It is doing the gel thing pretty much to a T, and I bet the people in this band would cop to that. You know what I mean? That's all good. I think gel fucking rocks. I think that they're the best example of that going right now. I've rode hard for them uh, from day one, mm-hmm. and I will continue to ride hard for them. They're my friends. I think they rock. Um, you know, I could take or leave a lot of stuff in this vein in terms of, like, it's not going to stand the test of time for me. But if I see this band, I'm moshing to it. I'm picking up a tape. Yeah, at the moment it's fucking good, right? It, it's like it. Yeah, it's like a fucking. It's like a tasty treat that ain't gonna fill you up in it's a few like a hours. Fucking food truck. Yeah, it's like a food truck. Sure, exactly. You know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yo, there's a new food truck. They're doing hot dogs too. Yeah. Hey, these are pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Right, and that. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Right, and it's like I'm having a little treat. It's not gonna fucking. It's not replacing my meal. But it's going to tide me over until I get to the next meal time. And it's going to taste good, and I'm going to enjoy it while it's happening. I'm going to forget about it, and I'm going to try the next new food truck, mm-hmm. the next new food stall, whatever. Mm-hmm. Thought it was, I thought it was a real solid attempt at what it is, though, uh, especially for a band that appears to be essentially brand new. Yeah. Um, all right, what's, uh, what's next? What is next? Two. Okay, two is Apex Predator. Okay, so... This is, I, I remember listening to this because I looked him up on Discogs okay. and we listened to the demo. And I remember being taken aback by the artwork on the cover of the demo and then what we heard. Yes. Yeah. On there. There was there was some disparity for sure. And now their logo, at least on Discogs, yeah. is the skull with the fucking things, but there's hentai behind it. Okay. Where there you go. So that's, that's what's up. Okay, cool. There you go. So uh, we were instructed to listen to the first song on this. So we're going to hear the song Nothing by Apex Predator off of their Jesus Wept promo. There's nothing left for you. There's nothing you can do. They left you in the dust. There's no one you can trust There's no one you can trust There's no one you can 
So we just heard the song Nothing by Apex Predator off of their Jesus Wept promo. I'm just going to point out that the the same thing happened this time as happened last time, which is that there are riffs in here that I think are salvageable, and there's things about the music on the whole that I like well enough. Um, but I think when we heard the demo, we were like, is this man joking? They, they have to be. He has to be joking, right? The vocalist? Oh, the entire thing. I think it has to be a joke. It is. I mean, I'm 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 going to say it is. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like you know. Yeah. This is a serious project because it's got members of like Odd Man Out and fuck like like like, like yo they've been in Gag yeah, right yeah, they've been yeah. fucking you know Odd Man Out yeah I they've think been in maybe fucking, Red Red Scare maybe or something yeah know, and so some. it's like it's like they know what they're fucking doing. I have to imagine for sure. I have to imagine. And I, I and I I have to imagine this is like a winking homage to like hard guy stuff of like the late nineties, like the Troy Core stuff, Stigmata, District Nine, that kind of shit, which I like a lot of that stuff. Uh, you know, Felon Rock. Um, I like a lot of that stuff a lot. Um, but I think if this isn't a joke shame on you if it I mean, is a joke it, okay it sounds like it's it sounds like they're serious yeah if they're from muncie indiana right right, 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 right sure but they're not yeah, yeah, yeah they're from seattle right at least a few of these guys have been around sure right yeah this is a joke yeah Right, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't really deserve a rant. It's a, it's a, it's yeah, a joke. I think it's a joke. And here, listen, this type of music, it's dumb. It's fun to play. So if you're just wanting to do a band that is intentionally stupid to get kids just spin kicking each other, cool, whatever. You know, I don't know. This band seems to be getting bigger. They're playing in uh, they're playing in indie. Actually, I got an offer to book a show for this band. Like a last minute show fell through. Uh, but I'm not able to do it because it's like the day before or after another show that I had, and so I pushed it down to indie. Um, so this band is playing in Indiana sometime in the next couple weeks. Um, I think they're on tour with uh, with Warren, maybe, um, who I like. Um, so I don't know. I would like to see this live to see what the vibe is. Well, I, I tell you what, if what whatever they deliver live, yeah joke or not uh -huh. needs to be harder than anything they've put on record that is true for sure yes right? i would i would agree because this is the second thing we've heard by them yeah i thought both i think i said the same thing last time if it is a joke regardless it's a it's a weak fucking version of this yeah yeah, yeah i would agree because there's a lot of stuff out there that's not a joke yeah that is hard as fucking nails yeah yeah for sure yeah. you know what i mean no doubt yeah. and and as much as I generally dislike shit like this, I mm -hmm. think it's fucking stupid. Yeah. I if you're gonna do it, yeah, at least be hard as fucking nails. Right. Yeah, the vocal yeah, delivery sure, on yeah. here weak as fuck. Yeah, the vocal delivery. You is sound so like bad, you can dude. barely do it. I know the vocal delivery is fucking awful. It sounds like you'd have to have the fucking like like you would have to have the fucking like pa dimed to hear what you're fucking doing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yep. And it just sounds weak as fuck. I don't know, man. If it's joke, whatever. I'm pretty sure it is. I think it's just a sloppy, lazy fucking joke. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm with that for sure. And it sucks to say because at least this album art. Yeah. Even better. Yeah, the album art's fucking great. I want this. I want this to sound. I, I want this to sound like fucking abysmal lore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Right. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Right. Yes. 
Um, okay, what's uh, what's next? Five. Okay, five is Dungeon Keeper, which is the band that I'm pretty sure Andy sent us, but I'm you know who knows. Uh, we were suggested uh, the 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 way that the the phrase "gay wad" was used that if we uh, if we had any sense, we would play Abominator and let it go straight into Fortress of Evil um, because no, did Andy call us gay wads? Because the gay the gay wads who listen to our show. We owe it to the gay wads who listen to our show, but there's no way that I'm listening to nine straight minutes of music from yeah, one it's, band. It's pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. you're asking too much. We, so yeah. we're gonna listen to uh, just the first track. We're gonna listen to Abominator by Dungeon Keeper off of Fortress of Evil. And if you like it, yeah, then go straight in the Fortress of Evil. Exactly. Then pause the show and go listen to the rest of this. <laughs>
All right, we just heard the song Abominator by Dungeon Keeper off of Fortress of Evil. The uh, the Chad Dungeon Keeper versus the Virgin Messiah night. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is uh, this was really good. This is this was this was beefy. It was fucking sick. The vocals were awesome. It was produced perfectly. All the guitar tones were great. That main riff is fucking phenomenal. If you're playing this type of uh, of like early, you know, black metal, proto black metal, more than anything. This is a pitch-perfect version of it for me. We get stuff like this on the show every once in a while. This is probably one of the better examples I can remember hearing of it. I, I liked this a lot. I liked every second of it. Yeah, I dug this. I thought this was really good. Yes, obviously. Obviously. It mentions here in the description, right? Mm-hmm. Um, four new tracks of morbid black metal under the sign of... Uh, the Ansibarian Black, Black Order. Order for devotees of early Isengard, Dark Throne, Carpathian Forest, First EP, and other morbid tales. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Yeah. What, what, what do you want me to say? Yeah. Right? Yes. The fucking, the fucking logo even, even kind of, like, it even kind of looks like a Carpathian, it reminds me of Carpathian Forest, like black shining leather. Right, yeah, 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 for right? sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's not as sticky and professionally done. Right, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, this was fucking sick. The only thing I would say is I did feel like this meandered and drug on a little bit. It was a little long. They probably could have cut out that last bit, like, before they went back into the main hook again. Yeah. They probably could have done away with the kind of the whispery vocal part. Yeah. Um, that, that bridge maybe wasn't wasn't entirely necessary. Yeah, you could cut a minute off of this. I think so. I think I think it kind of meandered a little bit. I did like the fucking feral vocals, the the voice cracking screams yeah, and stuff. Yeah, when he hit the high, the high the, that really did something for me, for sure. Yeah, this was sick. I will listen to this directly into Fortress of Evil tomorrow. Yeah, I will absolutely do the same thing on my drive tomorrow this uh this fucking rocked messiah and take note <laughs> all right what's uh what's next all right next one all right one is eagle's empire with into the vortex of blood which is uh, evidently their promo tape 2023 what they're promoing nobody knows um okay so let's see they've got an intro I don't know if we should listen. Let's listen to the intro into the first song. That's only like a minute and a half of music. And if this is indeed Clevo worship, the intro might be a necessary, a yeah, necessary way to intro, introduce be. us to what's happening. So mm-hmm. we're going to listen to intro into I, the Nexion by Eagles Empire off of Into the Vortex of Blood.
All right, we just heard intro into I the Nexion by Eagles Empire off of Into the Vortex of Blood. I don't I don't think we needed to listen to the intro. We probably did not need to listen to the intro, but I thought maybe it was going to be like a Melnick style yeah, clean some, guitar s- thing, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead it was more of a Dan of Inequity kind mm-hmm. of intro. <laughs> but yeah. still nonetheless it it's further evidence for their integrity influences if we needed it for a song that starts out Right, right. You know what's going on when a band does that in 2023. Um, Yeah, uh, this was not as, this was not, this was just barely not as overt as Live It Down. I was going to say, who who was more on the nose? Live It Down. For sure. For sure. For sure. Everything about Live It Down. I mean, that was like, they had the clean guitar intro. They had the Melnick tone, everything. Right. This at least was like produced a little bit differently than Integrity stuff. They, they're not using the exact font. <laughs> I checked. I double checked, by the way. It's, it's the close. same. It's the same. Is it the it's same? fully the same font. I checked okay. like character by character. I'm like, yes, this is the same font. Whoever the graphic designer is, they said, hey, get us the in contrast of Sin Integrity logo font. Yeah. Um, so this is not as on the nose. I wouldn't. This is, but this is still squarely like holy terror hardcore, yes, for sure. For which sure. there used to be more of, and I always liked because I'm an I'm an integrity disciple. Right? Yep. This um, was a little more like aughts integrity. Yeah, this was a little bit more aughts integrity for sure. Yeah, but aughts integrity is still fucking good integrity. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought this was really solid actually, um, and also five songs on a promo. What do you promo? How many songs are on the final release? Six. Six. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. There's an outro. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious, like, what the release is that you're promoing because the, the tag. I guess on you have here, four four songs. The tag Swedish death metal. Yeah, Swedish death metal, D beat punk, D beat raw punk. This this is a just thing. put integrity. Just put holy terror integrity. You're gonna Clevo hit your, you're gonna hit your target de- target demographic. I. Here's my... I don't like when motherfuckers are coy about what influenced them. I know, them. I know. Come on. Fuck you, man. Right. L- listen. We... You went bad right. Everybody knows. As soon as you do that, everybody yes. knows Come exactly on, what you're doing. dude. And then you went... Rah, 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 over fucking kind of slow D-beat style riffs. Right. With dive bombs. With dive bombs. Right. Like, dude. Come on. Everybody, there's one knows. very specific band you are copying. Right. Your only tag should be integrity. Yes, yes. You can maybe do Holy Terror. You can maybe do Cleveland. But this is integrity worship. Don't fucking beat around the bush. And it was good. It was good. You're not pulling the wool over any eyes, though. This just came out on May 10th, too. So this just came out a few weeks ago. Um, these gentlemen don't look like spring chickens. I imagine they've all been in other bands. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing for sure. Um, but let's again moving forward. Dude, let, why let, does every just, let's just own it? Why does every fucking Swedish dude with mustache and mutton chops look like that? I don't know. I don't know. They, that's exactly that's, what they all. That's look just like their that. look, dude. Yeah. It's a it's an it's a Swedish archetype. They just look like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's roll the dice uh, at least one more time. All right. Four. Okay, uh, this is the this is the fake Finnish band Ransu's Revenge. Uh, so this is a four song demo dropped in February of this year. Um, we'll just listen to the first song, Sukanuke. I don't fucking know. I didn't spend a year and a half learning Finnish for a bit. Um, so we're gonna listen to the first song off of the Ransu's Revenge demo. Oh, you know what? 
Shelby said to just listen to the whole thing. I was going to say, it's one minute, 24 seconds, 14 seconds, and 28 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, we're just going to listen to this whole demo. Is this this the first time we've ever listened to an entire release? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. That was the Ransu's Revenge demo. You know, all I can say about this is that learning a language for the sake of a musical bit is like a level of commitment that I don't even brush against possessing, and I really respect it and have to take my hat off to it. Well, not only that, but learning a language for what ostensibly appears to be a joke band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly, yes. Like, yeah, go for it. The last song, Koira, mm-hmm. I don't know how you say that, Koira, right? Uh-huh, sure. That means dog. Uh-huh. The, 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 the English translation is, I am a dog, I am a dog, I'm a fucking dog, smell my asshole. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Sure. I could see why, I could see why Finns are, you know, endeared by this. Yeah, same. Because, number one, you had somebody who's not a la- native language speaker learn the language just to do this. Right. It's pretty well done. Sure. I wish there were more than four songs. I wish you learned more of the Finnish language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I probably took up more time than actually writing the songs. Oh. Certainly. Not not probably. Definitely. Definitely. You know what I mean? You could write this in an afternoon. I I feel like, I feel like, yeah, like, (laughs) I wonder what the thought process was, was I want to start a Finnish, like, mangle band. Yeah. And... I guess I need to learn Finnish first. Right. And it's like, okay, I think I've got it. Now I'm going to write these four songs. Yeah. And like, what What was the order of events? I don't know. But you you got to imagine actually writing the songs took 30 minutes. 
Yeah. After a year and a half. Yeah, after after a year and a half of learning the language. Yeah. So I can imagine, I can see why this is endearing to, like, you know, the Finns. Sure. Somebody went through all the effort of doing it. Yeah. And uh, they did a pretty decent job of doing it. Yeah. And then you have lyrics like, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a fucking dog, smell my asshole. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. So there you go, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun little joke with uh, a, a really deep level of commitment behind it for like relatively little payoff, which is something that I really respect. No payoff. No payoff at just all. Just the satisfaction. Honestly, just the satisfaction, right? Right. Yeah. Um, let's let's roll the dice just one more time because we only got two messages uh, to get through, mm-hmm. um, so we might as well because that was a that was a real quick that was a real quick listen. Yeah, uh, three. Okay, we're gonna listen to Phage from Phoenix, Arizona. This was one of the uh, one of the bands that self submitted this week. Um, this is Evergloom. It is a single song that is nigh on five minutes long. Well, we already had one that was. Six something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four minutes and 56 seconds. Right. Progressive metal band out of Phoenix, Arizona. I have to assume they don't appear to be a particularly big band. I have to assume that they listen to the show um, and are just rolling their own dice, so to speak. So we're going to listen to Evergloom by the band Phage.
Okay, um, so earlier today in the Demolition Facebook group, um, so I was listening, as I told you, Metalcore Gray is out right now, and I was revisiting the first, uh, not technically not, not the first Cave in LP, but the collection of seven inches that came out the same year as their first LP. And um, I would say that it's the only metalcore with any singing in it that i like pretty much at all and i was trying to get down to the bottom of of that phenomenon kind of the genesis of it and maybe identifying cave in is probably patient zero of it um in terms of like a metalcore band where there was breakdowns dissonant parts etc but also parts where they were clearly like really trying to sing and i think cave in is is probably ground zero for that i really like that collection and the first cave NLP. However, I asserted that I would go back and cut off Steven Brodsky's head with my own two hands if I knew it would stop the emergence of like singy metalcore. Similarly, I pose to you, would you go back and murder the members of Mashuga if you knew it would prevent things like this from coming into existence? Hmm. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Probably. I, I like Meshuggah just fine. Same. Right? Same. But I think I, I think I could feel good about We've sacrificing We've said multiple them. times, I'm not interested in hearing any other band that sounds like Meshuggah. Yeah, and this, and to be and fair, this doesn't. this doesn't, but it's like clear how you, it, it, you it, don't it, get it, here without Meshuggah. Right, right. I'm also going to say, I fucking hate that real digital seven string guitar tone. Yeah, dude. I mean, this is the, these are not sounds you get from real amps. This is not these are not sounds you get from a room. You know what I mean? Like there's no there's no life in this music. I take back You can't play this in a basement. No, you can't. And and nor should you. Nor would I allow well, well, you. Well, to. Here's, I'd here's unplug your here's fucking. Thing. You know, we, we we fucking we we swung all over. We we swung all over in force last week, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. That sounded aside from the fact that the PA couldn't keep up. Sure. That's not their problem. Right. That sounded like a fucking faithful recreation recreation of the fucking record. Absolutely. Right? Yes. You can't do this, what we just heard in the fucking basement. No. And all they did, all they had to do was plug into their amps and play the fucking songs. Right. And it sounded like the record. And they are a pro-level band. A band that is, like, provably, quantifiably a thousand times or more bigger than this band I, is or will ever be, right? I, I just, I don't understand the vibe that bands, like, so I I immediately jumped on the Bizarro universe to see if this band was showing up. I was going to say, because this is squarely Bizarro music. Right. Yeah. Uh, squarely, right? And yeah. it's not. I think it's probably too new or something like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's brand fucking new, right? Right. But the first place I went was IDDQ yeah, yeah. to see if it shows up there, right? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what does show up. Code Orange looks like they're fucking, <laughs> they're done fucking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're serious. They're, they're very ready. serious now. <laughs> yeah, they're very, very serious. Those guys are done fucking around. Yeah. Um, They've had it. Yes. Um, but this doesn't show up, but I mean, this sounds just like some weirdo fucking like Russian. Yeah. Two man. Yes. Progressive fucking gent band that we would hear on a bizarro. And I really want to call out the use of progressive here because you don't understand what that word means. Yeah. This isn't progressive in any way. It's stock. This is, this is a uh, guitar. This is guitarist YouTuber core. 
That's what this is. You know, this is for guys who do like jokey guitar skit videos and like how to play videos on YouTube and have stupid haircuts and a collection of like fan neck eight string guitars. This is like this is shit for pure like NPCs. I I just I don't understand who this is for because it it is as you said utterly fucking lifeless. Yeah, utterly fucking sterile and lifeless. Yeah, and like what what am I what am I supposed to fucking feel? Yeah, exactly. Like what is this attempting to evoke? There's no human emotion in this. There's nothing. And musically, it sucks and is gay. So it's like, <laughs> you know, yes. it's like, musically, it sucks and is gay. So yes. it's just like you had, you're from all, I'm attacked from all sides by what you're doing here. I, I feel besieged yeah. uh, by your stupid music. And I take back what I said about the person who sent this in listening to the show because there's no way. There's no way. There's no way that a person in this band could have listened to 30 seconds of our show and thought it was a good, di- a good idea to send this in. It was also sent in from the individual's like corporate email yeah 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 this this was this was fucking awful this this was off this was definitely sent in on the strength of 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 a uh of our like apple podcast rankings for sure go go back to fucking metal injection yeah yeah no doubt they'll love you there yeah they'll fucking put anything up for you yeah yeah i can't wait till you guys get your lamb goat Get, premiere get the fuck out of here with this shit yeah this fucking sucks, you might as you dude. know what you might as well just help computer help me computer <laughs> help me write heavy siri, metal music siri write me seven song uh fake chant riff uh please please help me jet chat gpt help me fucking write some shit um, I don't even know how that's if that's how that shit yeah, works yeah i don't know clearly i don't yes <laughs> clearly i don't help yeah. me computer yeah, man, this this shit this shit fucking sucks. I would erase this from the planet if I could. I I, I it's it, it is a fucking it, it's like oh god how do you, how do you go from the heights of metal mm-hmm. to this? I don't know how how with everything in front of you with what? everything in front of you everything in front of you everything that fucking rips. And yeah. has riffs and is mean. Yeah. Right? Everything that fucking has awesome leads and attitude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's just dripping with fucking energy and life. And then you're like, you know what, guys? Here's what we're going to do. Yeah. And, you know, you fucking... Oh, God. You look like a, a bunch of goddamn fucking computer coders. Yes. Right? You're just a bunch of fucking coders in your fucking khakis and your bullshit hats. Yeah. Let's get this fucking eight-string guitar. Let's fucking direct input it. Yeah. I would rather undergo public castration than play in a band like this. God. Truly an emasculating fucking thing to do. Like, the knees on your fucking jeans didn't even rip in an organic way. Yeah, yeah, You fucking bought them like that, or you did that. Yeah, this is, uh, to to quote a popular, to quote a popular meme... This is what no pussy does to a motherfucker. <laughs> this, is, this is this is this is no. I feel honestly, this is no pussy getting ass music. We were once again before we got in tonight, look li- looking and, and listening to and watching fucking diaper messing videos on YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. And I really do feel like this is like what adult baby diaper lovers think heavy metal is. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, this, this is, is that's what this is. This is what NPCs think like heavy metal is, yeah. right? This is this is what a this was what a a no brain activity dead behind the eyes merely operating off of an AI script person thinks metal. This is, is 
the new wave of adult baby lover metal. Yes, for sure. N W A. <laughs> well, how's that go? N W A B D L M. Yeah, yeah. N W A B D L M. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what this is. Yes, it sure is. Isn't go it? fucking shit your diapers and fuck off. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Let's uh, let's tackle our messages and call it a night. Hey, what's up, you total fucking cowards? Uh, it's uh, twenty bucks spin luminary and clout provider. Shelby calling from Virginia with another uh, uh, death metal hypothetical for you. Um, so check it out. Bands like um, like Vital Remains, Immolation, where every song is about like how they want to fucking beat up Jesus or whatever, or like Satan is so cool. I know that's your shit, especially Nate. Like everything's got to be about Satan and, and kicking Jesus in the nuts or whatever. Now... All of these bands write music written from the perspective of, like, Satan is real and, you know, by extension, Jesus is real. And isn't that kind of lame that they, like, believe that shit is real? Isn't it cooler to write songs about orcs and trolls and shit and that comes from the perspective of, like, Jesus The question is, is Deicide a Christian rock band? I'll take my answer off there. <laughs> what would Jesus think of orcs and trolls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would Jesus think of orcs and trolls and shit? Uh, I wonder. I guess my I guess my uh I guess my rebuttal to your assertion here, Shelby, is that like I think it's cool the idea that like because if you believe in Christian theology, if you believe in the the truth of Christian theology, then clearly Satan is the bad guy. He's an evil doer, and Jesus and God are the good folks, um, and you should aspire to be in their good graces. So I do like the idea of inverting that ideology and just saying like I'm with the evil guy, right? So I think it's like an inversion of the sort of like expectations that you would you would typically project onto like traditional mythological stories where good and evil are clearly delineated and instead saying like, nah, I'm with the bad guy. Yeah. That's cool. I'm with that. Yeah. Um, and I also think like there's just something to, even if you don't believe in it, taking the perspective of a believer in order to uh, merely mock and deride uh, Jesus. I always am up for mocking derision of Jesus Christ I'm, I, or any religious in, figure, any of them, right? Any religious figure, right? Take Muhammad, take him out back, cut his fucking nuts off. Who gives a shit? Jesus, uh, any of the Hindu Abraham, gods, any it, of the Hindu gods, Shintoism. I don't give a I don't fuck. Give a the fuck old, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, Jesus is the one that we get that, that gets the most fucking play in the states. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. He's the one that's always, especially in our neck of the woods, yeah. always shoved down our fucking throats. Right, exactly. Constantly. Yeah, that's why I want to give him what for. That's right. Yeah. That's why I want to gut him like a pig. Yeah. Right? Right. That's why I got pentagrams all over my fucking house. Sure. Right? That's why, that's why I have defaced portraits of Jesus Christ <laughs> in my house. Yeah. Right? Right, exactly. By adult house that I live in. Mm-hmm. Right? That's why I got flags with pentagrams and stuff on them. That's right. Right? Yes. Like... If 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 Muhammad were constantly shoved down my throat, sure, give him the barb right up the fucking ass. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Shit. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what the new demolition shirt should be. 
Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Muhammad getting fucked right up the ass. Dude, we would, we would, someone would try to kill us. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, they, do they take their shit a I little know, bit more serious? Really like, serious. we would have a fatwa. But hey. There'd be a fatwa against us. I know, but it's, it's equal opportunity. Oh, it's definitely equal opportunity. I want to make that very clear. Right. It's equal opportunity here. Any of the Abrahamic faiths up top, they're getting it quicker than anybody else just because those are the ones I got to contend with more than anything. And, and they've had like an over an overblown uh, impact on like global right. politics and yeah. culture. Um, but like I said, anybody can get it. Yeah, that this, it is tempting to do that, sure. <laughs> it is tempting to do that, sure. <laughs> Although, for sure, 100%, there will be people out there. Right now, we have people that would want to beat us up, yeah, but it's a toss-up whether or not wanna, they could. They'd want to kill us. There are people who would want to kill us, right. and maybe people who would actively try. Maybe. You know, <laughs> maybe people would actively yeah, try. Yeah, it's probably not a wise move. It's probably See, not a wise and move. And that's what, that's what fucking sticks in my craw, right, right? Yeah. is that I am forced yeah. to fucking abide by the laws of maniacs that right. believe in magic <laughs> right. in 2023 yeah for sure literal fucking medieval mythology yeah yeah it sucks right it's and i am forced to contend with that shit yeah it sucks to think that somebody because here's the thing it's like i don't really care if somebody's trying to kill me i'll pop a few rounds in their direction i don't give a shit but i have people close to me whose safety i'd like to preserve or whatever and it sucks that there i even in the year 2023 have to take time to consider the fact that me depicting uh, some ancient mythological prophet getting his nuts cut off is going to maybe draw heat to, like, my family right. and friends. Right, Fuck you. Right. Fuck all of you. Fuck Muhammad. Fuck your prophet. Right. Fuck Allah. Fuck Jesus. Fuck Jesus. Fuck Yahweh. Fuck them all. Fuck all your stupid little outfits. I wish they all had one neck and my I, hand were firmly yeah. around. I don't give a fuck about your white robes or your dumb big hats or your curly hair. Go fuck hair some children, your... you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, all you... All you guys want to do is fuck kids. Dude, it's full of them. Didn't Muhammad like fuck an eight-year-old yeah, girl dude. named Aaliyah or some yeah, shit? Yeah, dude. Yeah, they all love fucking kids, it's, man. It's the same fucking it's thing. It's the same thing since time immemorial. Right. You just get to put on the robes and the fancy hat, and then never, you can fuck kids with the I, I I bet you the fucking Vatican has, like, dildos carved from the fucking artifact bones of fucking prophets and, like, disciples probably. that are child-sized. That's probably... <laughs> That's probably true, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to stand by that assertion. That's right? probably true. Yeah, yeah. Fuck all these people and their prophets and their gods. And Deicide is a Christian. Rock yeah, band. and Deicide is a Christian rock band. for sure. All right. Next. Uh, next message. Gentlemen, it's Connor Scene again. Just want to let you guys know that we didn't make sixteen hundred in merch. You are correct. We made sixteen grand. That's what happens when you play Death Metal in twenty twenty three, baby. But I call not to flex on all you pores. I call, uh, I want to talk to you always about strip clubs. In particular, strip clubs in Fort Wayne as to why dancers keep their tops on. Now, I'm not a strip club guy myself. Look, if I want to go get some blue balls, I'll just take my wife out for a five-star dinner, and I'll probably save some money. But I want, I want to know why this is a thing in Fort Wayne. And also, if you have any experiences or perspective about strip clubs, I'm curious. No real reason, just curious. That's all. Bye. So he also, uh, Kyle has a follow-up 
uh, message that I'll read here just to further flesh out. He said, after my voicemail, I feel some additional context is needed as to why the hell I'm ranting and raving about strip clubs. When you brought up man eaters, I was reminded of going out with Hell Regal and man eaters for a weekend. After the bug house gig, we got a hotel and everyone else but me decided to go to the strip club and I was awoken by everyone complaining about no tits at the titty club. This is a new concept for a city slicker like me from the booming metropolis known as Indianapolis. Also, I had heard a tale years ago about Nate and Eric and Northless at a strip club, which sounds like a deeply miserable time that I'd love to hear about. So this is, I think, a very, very recent development. Um, I I have been to some strip clubs in my life, and there were tits at them, and they were Fort Wayne-based strip clubs. But I do recall hearing something about, like, strip clubs uh, locally being, like, zero nudity now. But that's not... That's Why not a strip that? club. That's not a strip club. Yeah, for sure. But I, I have heard something. I, I, it might be like a citywide regulation. I don't really know what it is. I've, uh, but again, this just tie, it ties right back into what we were just talking about, which is like morality-based legislation. Dude, I'm telling you what. Well, first off, yeah. before before I even fly off the fucking <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I'm, dude, I'm always spinning on that shit. Sure. Always. Yeah. Right? Uh, I've never been to a strip club in Fort Wayne. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think. I used to bounce at a bar, and a lot of strippers would come in. Sure. There was a fucking stripper that came in with a solidly cleft palate all the time. She oh. was horrible. Yeah, sure. And she would always try to get us, one of us bouncers, to take her home. Yeah. Like, presumably to do drugs and fuck her. Sure, yeah. No? Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Ever? Yeah. Right? Right. Uh, But I've never been to a strip club in Fort Wayne. Yeah. I've been to strip clubs in Pennsylvania where they get, they used, uh, not in fucking more than 20 years. Sure. Where they get completely fucking naked. Right, yeah. Went to a strip club dressed as Jesus on Halloween one night. Oh, okay, nice. They almost didn't let me in. Sure. <laughs> I said it was in Belvernon, PA, at a place called No Place Special. Yeah. And I, uh, it was a fucking dive. It was such a goddamn hole. Um, and uh, I said to the bouncer, what, these girls can dance for the men, but they can't dance for the Lord. <laughs> And uh, he let me in. That's good. That's a good line. And I sat there, and every time the, the it was a really creepy vibe. I mean, yeah, this was a this was a hole. Yeah, sometimes you get that. You get the guys with the fucking thousand mile stairs. Well, yeah, and this was like literally just like a bar, and then a curtain, and then a room where a bunch of dudes stood like sat mm-hmm. on fucking like chairs, like folding chairs in a semicircle. Yeah, while various women came out and they give us dollar dances. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get totally naked. Right. And every time they would bend over in front of me, I'd go. <laughs> every time I saw their asshole, I'd go. Sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> How could you not? So I got asked to leave. Right, yeah. So it was Halloween. I went out and fucking, I, I, I watched some fucking horror movie in the bar. Yeah. Um, I'm in a strip club in fucking years. So I, that, it, it baffles me, like, wow, you could even call yourself a strip club. Yeah, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Did, is there a story about you and Eric Stenglin going to uh a strip club? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, you think I would? You think it would? I, maybe this is maybe this is a story for uh, maybe maybe Adam Walker. So I, I don't know if it was me. Maybe Half Gorilla like went to like Poor John's or something years oh, ago. Oh, sure, 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 sure. They had the famously they had the one arm stripper. I'm pretty sure that that's that that was that. But I don't think I was there because I, I I honestly don't remember going ever going to a strip club in Fort Wayne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, the, the whole, like, I have to assume it's like a morality based law. Dude, I am sick of this shit too, dude. Yeah. I'm so sick. Of like, it, dude. you know, every time, 
I, I don't know, man. I didn't want to get fucking started. Okay. <laughs> maybe, we I, should, maybe we should. Maybe we should. I'm so sick of this, this fucking false morality bullshit. Yeah. With like fucking talking about groomers and dragon shit. Put a gun in your fucking mouth and kill yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Go meet your fucking God and leave everyone else the fuck alone. Yeah, I'd like I, I'd like to line these people up against a wall and fucking shoot them all at point blank range in the head. I'd uh, like to look them in the eyes while I did it. You know, it's like it's like I, there's a you know you and I talk about it off air and stuff like that. And there's a lot of fucking like you know middle grounding shit and talking about like both sides. Yo, man, only one side actually literally I perceive as an actual fucking enemy. The other one is just a cynical, ineffectual fucking group of you know. You know, a, a cynical, ineffectual group of fucking losers. Yeah, yeah. On a on a person to person basis, yes, for sure. I think on a legislative level, I view them both as as horrible, corrupt kleptocrats. Yeah, but only one is like actively trying to incite people to hurt people. That's true. But the other one is signing off on bombing brown kids. So yeah, it's like that's true. But they're halfway around the world. What are you going to do? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's and that's the that's the problem. <laughs> so, but yeah, on a person to person basis, I think that my assertion is always that at the worst, you know, the the worst shit lib that I meet is like a fucking cloying, yeah. ineffectual but usually well-meaning moron, yeah. whereas, like, the worst yeah. fucking, like, truck-driving, flag-waving yeah. hick who wants to infringe upon everybody else's right. rights is, like, a actively trying to troll the rest of the world yeah. and, through and their actively trying to hurt people. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, yeah, I feel that 100%. Um, all right, we got the one. We Fuck got, Jesus Christ. We got two text messages. I can't find it, but that one meme that was like, quote, us hardcore kids after the chisel tours here, end quote, and it was Homer Simpson disappearing into the bush with a tsunami shirt and coming back out with a discharge shirt is the most prophetic thing I've ever seen. Only way it would have been more accurate is if it was a if it was blitz instead of discharge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um this one uh, comes to us from a 972 area code. I'm not sure where that is off the top of my head. I wish I had uh, I wish I had had someone to help school my old band on how to grind away <laughs> at it so we could have sold $1,600 in merch one night. Oh, I wonder what the hidden meaning in that text is. I guess you guys will have to figure it out for yourselves. Mm. Um, all right. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. It's fucking late here. Nate and I both got to be up early and we have now been recording podcasts or prepping for podcasts for a total of about four hours, which again, I understand is normal for like real, like professional but podcasters, we but we're a little, we're, we're adult baby diaper lovers. Yeah. I've got to go fill my diaper. I got to go fill my diaper. Make so a mess. We'll see you. We'll see you next week.